<laughs> Come on, John. Come on with no, it. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. At least give us a dog bark. No. No. <laughs> Welcome back to the Live Hunt Podcast. I'm Jeremy. That's us. I am Brian. Daniel. John. <laughs> here we are. We're here today to discuss our trip we took last year south to Tennessee to hunt turkeys. Uh, let's well, clear it up, though. You and I were just uh, tag-alongs. No, he had a tag. Actual, with the actual hunters. Jeremy well, you had a tag. tag. That is right. Jeremy had a tag. Yeah, yeah. I tagged alone. I didn't have a tag, so. I had a tag. I'm free and clear. I just didn't shoot. Should have shot. Should have, could have, would have. Should have, could have, would have. won't shoot. Yeah. That's, we'll you know, that's that's an interesting topic. Like, what do you – like, because <clears throat> in that moment, not to skip ahead, but, like, if you got two shooters and you were trying to film, we're trying to – of course, we don't really care about it. I mean, we, we film just to make the memory, but we're not trying to get super good shots, kill shots and all this stuff. But, like, I see a glimpse of the turkey's head – and I assume, because I'm under you and below you, I assume that you could see the turkey, but it, apparently you couldn't. And that was not the case. And that was a split second where I should. I guess I guess both hunters just need to understand, if you got a clear shot of the head, fire. Shoot, Shoot the turkey. Shoot. Yep. That is difficult. And we, we can get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we skipped ahead. So there's oh, there's, there's a little a real uh, ethics question right there. That you talk well, a the, long time about <laughs> <laughs> ethics get you nowhere in Turkey. Huh? Will yeah. the video be up by the time this podcast is? This video may come out first. The video may come no, out no, no, first. No, no, no. I mean, the podcast may come out first. Okay. I may I may throw this podcast up here tonight or tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So as soon as we get done with it, premiere March second. That was. What do you boys think? I was, uh, probably next week. I was thinking either Thursday or Friday or something. I figure Thursday evening, not many people have much to do, throw a movie out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking, yeah, March 2nd might be a good time to do it. Well, if you're listening to this, March 2nd, we're giving you a recap, but you can actually watch it March 2nd. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that hunt, but a video is going to be on our YouTube page. Um, We're still wrestling between the title of that video right now, but it's basically uh, documenting everything we're going to talk about. And... um, it's a. It, I think it turned out to be a great video. It is. It's funny. It's entertaining. Of course, we're a bunch of morons. We're a little crazy. <laughs> um, and we actually had some really good turkey action, boys. We had, a re- we had really good, yeah, turkey action. It was much better than yeah. It's our previous it was our, years. It was our second hunting. year hunting public land in Tennessee. Uh, their season always come in before ours. Ours, so we'd always go down and and try to get on some turkeys. First year, we we probably learned a lot of things, but last year. We learn even more because we were able to actually get on some turkey. We know where not to go in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Now, we did pretty good. You go, you jump your truck and drive somewhere two or three hours. You've never been there before. You yeah, the first year, me and Jeremy. That's pretty good. Yeah, the, fir- the first year, which is two years ago, me me and Jeremy went. It was actually, it was actually another lake we were close to. It was a different lake. And... And we put a pin on the spot, and we went there, and there was a turkey roosted there. It was, it was pretty much the one time that we did. Yeah, he was, and he was roosted right there at the lake. Yeah, yeah. We just happened to come in from the 
the back side of it. Yeah. Uh, we, we also had a trip down to Georgia. Was that yeah. the same year? It was. Yeah. Yeah. The Georgia, the Georgia trip, honestly, uh, we if we'd had more than three days, the first day was wasted. It was a stinking monsoon. Uh, but the last morning, and we had to leave out pretty quick because he had to be back to film of something. Uh, we actually found the turkey on the third day. If we, I think, if we'd had a fourth and fifth day, I think we would have. Would have been in the chips. That yeah, was the, that was the year I. Was supposed you to got, be COVID. You got COVID. Yeah, yeah. That's something. That's something too, man. I you, you hear it from these guys that travel a lot. They always say it, but it really is the truth. Like if you are going out of state, unless you just get luck, like this trip we're getting ready to talk about was a was an anomaly. Mm-hmm. But usually, it takes you the better part of the trip to just find animals yeah um it took three days in georgia yeah and that was the day we had to leave and that, that happened john and i in wyoming elk hunting of course that'll be a separate podcast we'll talk about that hunt but we we went down there and it took us the better part of uh i mean no, we we, no, we, we well, didn't know we found some elk but like to we get into to the time. good good elk hunting oh yeah yeah it, t- yeah, it took us to, first day but yeah you're right but yeah the, you know this is you mentioned it earlier but this this group we don't care to travel a little bit do we no. <clears throat> no, we've done our first show of traveling. Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Colorado. Wow. You guys went wow. to Wyoming. Montana. Justin went to Montana. Justin went to yeah. Montana. So we're, we got more trips planned this year. Uh, we'll probably get into that later also. But And that's a th- that's the thing, too. Like, if you're hearing this, uh, if you're the listener, I mean, most people that might listen to this may be, even be friends of ours, but if you, if you don't know us – we really are average joes yeah 100%. like 100 percent. like we all got jobs we got families we're just carving out little pieces of time each year and making it a priority to go out and take some of these trips it might be you know a week or a little less you know the the trips out west to elk hunt are usually in the span of about 10 days so well I mean, but we really i mean we're not getting <laughs> we're not getting paid or anything no. or, you know it's uh no. i mean this is we you obviously have to make sacrifices anytime you do this stuff but it's uh i mean we just save our money and we try to be as frugal as we can and i mean it, we've just been able to do it just could i think we've not let uh the fear of not being successful or the unknown stop us we just said you know what we're just gonna do it see what happens i don't even think we're as much average as we are slightly below average <laughs> yeah no doubt that's exactly right <laughs> i mean we, we definitely don't kill i mean it we do. Her name is Live Hunt. It ain't Live Kill. No. For a reason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we do and we have. It's just the out of state stuff's just a whole different ball of worms. I mean. Yeah. Or ball of wax. Bucket of worms. It is tough. <laughs> Especially when you. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no ball of worms, boy. Yeah, Especially when you don't know, like, you're, you're going into an area that you've never been in before. Yeah. You know, you watch a lot of people that, that hunt out of state. And they've probably hunted in these areas before, so they've they've got some intel already. So we're going into these areas completely blind, just based off of the points that we've dropped on Onyx and looked on e-scouting. So I mean, to really do what we're doing, anybody can do it. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You really can, for sure. Yeah. Well, let's get into the trip, you know? Yeah. So we took the families down this year. That, that's that was. It, yeah, last year we took the families down, which was a little bit different. Usually, you know, it's uh, it's just us fellas going out and camping and doing all this. But we we uh, we splurged a little. We got a little cabin, and the wives and the children went down, and, and we had a good time. We were down there for five days, I think. 
Is that right? Yeah. See, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, <clears throat> Tuesday, Wednesday, and come back Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And and say what you will, hunting aside, the, being able to go, we rented a killer cabin, beautiful spot, oh, yeah. beautiful cabin, had all our kids, all our wives, we all get along. Well, I mean, it don't get much better. <laughs> really. It's a good yeah. trip. If we didn't hunt, we had a blast. It's a good trip. Is a good trip. And and the way we worked it, we hunted basically hunted half a day and then came hunt, came back to the cabin, spent the rest of the day with our families around the fire pit. We s'mores. S'mores. And went into the playground, took the kids to the to the beach. Down I even the, gave them a boat ride. Yeah. <laughs> we went we went down there and got some ice I cream. I mean that's that uh, my I mean that's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's life right there. I mean, that's it. Yeah. yeah that's the thing usually, you know, the hunting's always a plus, but yeah, the that's trip, exactly. the memories that you make with with your friends and family is is really what it's all about. And the hunt is just a just a good addition to it. Yeah, it is, and <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've given this live hunt's been a thing now for going on four years, I believe. This spring will be four years, and you know, I there's been seasons where we're pretty active with it, seasons where we're not active with it. But the one thing I've I've really thought a lot about since December. Um, is just why you know why why we do it why I do it and if not another person listens to this even or even watches anything th- the main reason for me is just to capture memories and I think it's really cool to to be old men one day and look back and listen to these things or kids listen back to it it's just it's like a scrapbook it's this is just another platform to re- you know record a story to share a video to do all those things and I just think it and it just takes a little bit extra work you know, just mm-hmm. to get that stuff, and I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. Um, I'm kind of the old man in the, in the group, but that's where I'm at in my whole hunting career. I mean, it, Brian's got a joke about not killing stuff, but, I mean, I've hunted since I was a kid. I mean, I've got deer and turkeys and all that stuff. Just, you know, I've killed my fair share. And, and at this point in my life, I'm not after anything. Just an experience. I went like I went with you guys on this trip just so I could be with our families, hang around with you guys and hunt. I didn't even have a tag or gun or anything. But that's just that's where I'm at. Even going out west, I having those experiences, getting to do stuff you've never done before, seeing sights you've never seen. I mean, man, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's almost like you know you you like for my even for myself, you've always thought about it. You're like, man, I'd love to do that. Like I'd love to go out of state and hunt, or I'd go love to go to another state and elk hunt, or or turkey hunt, and, and it's always just kind of one of those dreams, and it's just something that we've kind of made a reality. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, man. And this this trip in particular, we got down there. Of course, the first night we we actually went to a spot, we're able to to roost a couple birds, but that they were so far off that it, it really didn't didn't change our plans. And before that, we went to a marina. Uh, and you guys just tell that story because uh, that was really the start of some gold nuggets. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a. Uh, me and Ashley got there first. We pulled up first thing at this cabin, and we see four turkeys. It's obviously yeah, that's um, right. I forgot we about saw, that. We saw four gobblers, and it was and right in our yard, pretty much. And it was obviously on private, so we couldn't hunt there. But it was and close to public. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was it was close to public. So we're uh, so you know we're 
know, we were excited right off the bat. <clears throat> and I think, um, you know, going into our game plan was when we first got down there, was, okay, where are some access points that we can go and locate and, and see what's going to be the easiest way to get, get the boat in and out. Obviously, we're taking a boat, but we wanted to try to find out where we could get to and, and just have really just a not as long of a run on the water um, once we got to where we were going. So Pretty that cold. first evening we went down to a marina that we had kind of put on a map and is close to an area where we had already thought about hunting. And we get down there and Dan and myself went and found the, I guess he's the owner. He's the, the owner, owner of the marina, yep. Owner of the marina. <coughs> and uh, really just talking to him, you know, just kind of shooting the bull really and he uh gave us some really good intel he put us right on turkey yeah like we we was talking about turkey hunting and and wanting to i think it really started with us wanting to rent a slip and he's asking us where we's from what we's doing we kind of explained to him we's gonna come down turkey hunt and uh he'd right off the bat told us exactly where he didn't care about a turkey no no he's no. he's one of them small mouth bass fish yeah he, them brown fish he uh he, he said big brown fish. Yeah, he said he'd been fishing in this cove every <laughs> morning. Brown he's, hearing, fish. he's hearing them turkeys <laughs> gobble. So at first we was like, okay, we don't know if we need if we're gonna believe them or not. What John say about Tennessee people? Yeah, I, I kind of poo pooed on him a little bit. But he's from Tennessee. <laughs> I, I figured he's gar holing us, but I give the dude credit, man. He. He's pretty yeah. straight shooter. He didn't care one bit. He, he put, a, he put us right on the turkey. Yeah, he so. Didn't care about I turkey. Gotta, I, what do you care I about? I need some crow on that. He cared about them big brown fish. <laughs> <laughs> about them big brown fish. <laughs> <laughs> so the next. And brown, and brown ladies, I think, is what he actually That's called. That's what he called them. Them. Them Big brown ladies. Them brown, he said he loves them brown girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing like a smallmouth, boys. Well, then that's why he told you the truth. He said the man was obviously drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he uh, he actually offered to let us uh, slip our boat there. Yeah, and, uh, real good guy. Really, I don't know really, his name. Really cheap too. Yeah, I don't I don't know what his name is, but um, let us uh, slip our boat there and give us a really good deal. Um, but I think after we got that intel, we we honestly we took the boat back because we were still really I don't think we was really fully decided on what we were going to do. I think we had a really good idea. Um, went back to the cabin and, and really that next morning is that's where we decided to go. So, yeah, it was a little bit late to the party just because you know it's always a little bit more um, trickier than you think it is getting a boat in the water and getting all your gear loaded up and getting to the spot. You don't know exactly. I mean, we had a pin mark, but we didn't know exactly how long it was going to take. So it was cracking cracking daylight pretty good when we got to this cove, and sure enough, man, this bird gobbles. Right on. So, so if you, you you can imagine, you know, you're going up in a cove, you got a big ridge um, beside you. He gobbles just over the other side. Through a pretty little gap. Yeah, pretty little gap. We, so he could not see us, which made it perfect. Right. Can, can we take a moment? Just you all remember um, when we're pulling up in that cove, we shut the motor off, put the trolling motor in, and we're just cruising up through there, and that water's so still, oh. and it's quiet, and that fog rolling off the water. Well, it's actually the thumbnail of the video. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's that, that's the that's the prettiest shots of the whole video. Or yeah. it, I mean, just the the trip, like you said, the fog. It was still. I mean, still as a mouse. It was so quiet. And when we heard that turkey gobble, I believe I believe I didn't. I crow cowed, didn't 
Yeah. And yeah. Shot gobbled at a croco. Yeah. yeah. And, and when he gobbled, we <laughs> everyone looked at each other like. jumped in the water. Oh, <laughs> Swam my God. There. <laughs> that turkey is up there. Yeah. Like yeah. We, there's actually a turkey there. He, he, did, he, he put us on turkey. He didn't dry hole us. He put us on. You know, and I that's don't like I was, people. That's I hate I, talking. That's the most shock that somebody from Tennessee didn't lie to us. That's I really hate talking to people. I don't know. And then, like, he just showed. He literally. That's the importance of literally talking to people. I mean, Brian, he don't care. Man, I think me and Jeremy ended up calling a bunch of people on that trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we called some private landowners and everything. <laughs> but so, so anyway, we were able to, to, to land the boat there. Yeah. We shot up the side of the ridge, and perfect. we got to – I mean, it was a perfect setup. We were just – just uh, before you topped the ridge, we mm-hmm. set up on some big, uh, big trees right there. And uh, I was down below you guys filming. John was back behind us calling. Uh, Dan and Brian was up there on the gun, and these turkeys were just over the other side. And I mean, it was you could not have drawn it up any better. No, it was pretty much a textbook setup. The only, the only problem, the only kicker to it was we couldn't. It was early season, so there's no leaves on the tree, so we could not crest the ridge. We had to stay use the defilade, you know, stay on our side of the ridge, so they wouldn't skyline us at all. So. When they when the turkeys came in, as they did textbook, it they did kind of pop up right. I mean, they were right in your yeah. lap. Yeah, and I think, you know, so that, that made it a little tough. But looking back on it now, you know, nothing I think else you could do. We honestly had anticipated like where those turkeys were. I think we had honestly anticipated those turkeys like cresting the top, like 70, 80 yards in front of us. Like it opened yeah. up, and it was a pre- is real pretty. There's a lot of sc- <clears throat> later on we found there's a lot of scratching out there. So I think that we honestly thought they was going to come up way out in front of us. And come down uh, the ridge. But you all, I mean, anybody listening to this, it's a turkey hunting before, and you, you're hunting mountains and you're hunting ridges. You know those turkeys, when they're below you and they pop up, they're close quarters. Yeah, and they're on alert, yeah. too. They're looking. And and we, uh, we were talking about this earlier, but watching the GoPro, fo- I, I remember this happening yeah. uh, as I was sitting there, yeah. but especially when I got to watch it back on the GoPro because – and your GoPro footage, Dan, so he had a GoPro on his gun. You see a hawk fly in mm-hmm. of, of the corner of the frame. And as soon as the hawk comes through the frame, that turkey – well, we're a little ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So, so explain explain what happened here, well, Dan. These turkeys were – they were uh, – what did them women say at that restaurant? They were thundering that morning. What would she say? You remember that? I don't remember. <laughs> How did she word it? Fun. You remember them women at that restaurant, at that barbecue place? Yeah, I remember. Th- she said, they're hammering. That's what she yeah, said. Yeah, hammering. She <laughs> said, them turkeys were hammering that morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. That. <laughs> That's barbecue. She's, she's good. country's yeah. cornbread. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, so them turkeys were hammering that morning. Yeah, they I mean, really they were. were gobbling, and there was probably four. I mean, some of them was probably Jake's. I don't know. I, I really don't know if it was Jake or Gobbler. I shot at it. It happened so quick, but it – they come in, but they come in, like Brian said, they did not do what we thought they'd do. They come in and come up this little steep part, and literally as soon as it popped up, it's within 12 or 15 yards of me. 12 or 15 yards of me, and I – and I um, – Well, that it, the turkey putted. Yeah. And I, we were talking, and we thought it was at us, but yeah. in hindsight, I really hawk. do think it was that hawk yeah. that flew through there. Yeah. <laughs> I about forgot about that. I just remember seeing the hawk, like, glint, like a – flutter of movement out of the corner of my eye because i was kind of hunkered down next to a tree calling but so so at that yeah. point i'm like well he's busted us i'm gonna have to shoot right now so i boom about 12 or 15 yards and the the turkey actually folds i don't know if it was just the 
I don't know if it was just Either like the, the concussion off the gun, concussion off the gun or what. But I, I immediately say, "Got him," because I I thought I got him, and I jump up. Should have jumped up, by the way. I was just really excited. I should have stayed there a minute, see if one come up and let Brian get a shot at it. But I jumped up, and then the turkey took sail, and. Yeah, you see that in the video too. The turkey's just gone. <laughs> gone. And you know what I knew better, and this is kind of a gear tip too. If you're shooting TSAS, which I was, this was the first year I'd ever shot TSAS. Uh, if you're shooting TSS, I recommend a wider choke. I, I had a super tight choke, and I knew this. At 20 yards, it would literally be like taking your fist and punching it through. Yeah. Punching it through a piece of paper. That's how tight the pattern was. And a bobbing turkey head, I mean, that's easy I, to miss close quarters. Yeah, I would, I would reckon. Well, I, your, I your pattern believe, probably the size of a 50 cent piece. Yeah. And yeah. I, I would, I really believe if I was still shooting my old ammo, the old cheap stuff, at that distance, I think I would have had been better off. Oh, 100%. Now, later in the year in Kentucky, I killed a turkey at 55 yards with TSS, and I probably couldn't have done that with my old ammo. So I'm not knocking TSS because I still use it. I think it's very – but I have upgraded guns and got a bigger choke. So it's a little yeah, bit – you're probably right. So – Yeah. So I, I truly believe that's what's ha- that, what, that is what happened. Just super tight pattern at 12 or 15 yards, bobbing turkey head. Because, like I said, turkey hit the ground, but it had to just been the pressure from the gun. And, yeah, and we – and just so the listeners know, too, we looked – as, as yeah, hard as we could for a long time for that turkey. We spent the rest of that The better part of that morning rest looking of that morning for that. Day yeah. we, we spent the rest of the day of that hunt looking for the turkey. We, oh, yeah. We gridded the whole hillside all the way down to the water. Yeah. For a long way. But they're t- so tough, man. I mean, so tough, those turkeys are anyway. But So, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, obviously you never want that to happen in a hunt, but that's just part of it. But you couldn't have drawn it up any better. I mean – that's just that's just how it goes. Could be a little better. The only thing it would have been better <laughs> is if they would have popped up, like I said, 70, 80 yards out. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite setup. A lot of people like want a turkey when it shows up to be inside turkey range. I mean, inside shotgun range, and uh, I, I like to I like to see them walking in a little bit because yeah. you you've almost never got your gun in the right position. You gotta you gotta adjust a little bit. So yeah. I, you, you I like to see them walking a little bit. Yeah, I mean, so we we hundred percent thought you, they were going to come up this direction, and then they come directly to our right. And as soon as they gobble, I mean, he's right on your right on your gun yeah, barrel, pretty much. I, I heard, mean, you I can't do anything. John say, "Get your gun up!" So I had to literally twist around to even because I mean, what, and why they did that, I don't know. I mean, you know, so so John <laughs> was back behind you guys, probably forty yards or so. 30, 30, 40 yards? 20. Yeah, 20, 25 25 or something. Colin, I wonder if if that's one of those situations to where if you – like he was straight back behind you. If he had been where I was, for example, like below you more, um, I wonder if that would have affected – like rather than them coming – Side healing further down if they would have actually topped a little bit earlier had we been like calling from another spot. I think they's coming – I think they're just walking to that little saddle. So yeah, that's just. I mean, that's some of the stuff the hunting public was talking about. We we just got back from the NWTF and they had a little seminar. That was just some of the stuff they were talking about. Just the positioning of your calling, yeah, of the importance when you're in these hills and mountains because 
you you don't want to bring you don't want them turkeys to pop up right in your lap. You want them to pop up to where you can shoot. Yeah. Right. So that's probably and that could be where we messed up a little bit on our setup. But it, I mean, it's still pretty much textbook. No, I, mean, I what I probably I should have. I, I probably I'm not. I'm used to solo hunting. So ninety eight percent of my life, I've turkey hunted by myself and done my own calling. And I probably I probably set up where I. Without, well, you, you know, yeah, subconsciously, where I, yeah, I probably set up subconsciously where I personally would have set up right, to shoot the turkey. Shoot, and right. I and looking back, thinking about it right now, it would have worked it perfect. Worked. It would have worked because it would have popped up and been about twenty five yards. It would have about twenty five thirty yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and, I, I bet I, that's and Jeremy's probably right. I should probably should have. I'm just so not used to being the collar. It, it's yeah. hard to think. It really is difficult in the moment to to play all that out and 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 ultimately when you're dealing with a turkey i mean they're like yes i think they're um those are things that definitely can be accurate like if, if you call and a turkey's coming a lot of times they're going to end up right in that spot and so thinking about where your positioning is around that call is important but man it's just so hard to, th- yeah. to think and to know exactly how they're going to move and with no leaves on the trees early oh, season it is difficult that's brutal yeah. Now I should have killed the turkey. I'm not making excuses. Like well, it was a tough shot. I yeah. should have killed the turkey. Well, even anytime you're you got a turkey that close, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. You well, you seen it. You seen the. You seen his head, and you had a shot, and yeah. so like he, he and it was so. Putting, if he would not have been putting, I probably we probably could have took our time just a little. Well, yeah, well they could have come on in just a little bit. Yeah, you know, at least maybe a couple, even a, a couple more steps would have offered yeah. maybe a little, little better shot. What would we do the rest of that day? But we, we, just, we greeted and looked for the turkey, and then I think we, yeah, we greeted and looked back. for that turkey for a, a big part of the the morning, and then closer to lunch, we I think did we hit one more spot? We hit just another spot, it. and it, is that the we 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 actually heard another turkey gobble. It was probably on private, but it was so funny. As soon as we heard it gobble, boom. <laughs> was that that same? Was, was that, that the same day? I'm pretty sure that was the first morning. Was that the day that we that was the crappie fisherman? Yeah, he's over there fishing for crappie, and I think we. He said he killed a turkey that morning, yeah. and then he was fishing for crappie. Yeah, was that the opening morning? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, so we 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 kind of after we did the grid search, um, I guess we went to a different spot, and when we yeah, and it was uh, honestly like afternoon. That's probably no, that wasn't the first morning. We went to that other big. A patch of private on the right on the other side of the lake remember yeah and we didn't see no sign or anything that was beautiful up there patch remember? public yeah patch public right, yeah. right not private yeah well yeah yeah that you'll be able to see the details in the video how the yeah. day pans out but but yeah so that did happen we we did go to one spot as soon as we got off the boat we heard like as a matter of fact we were doing the interview uh brian turned the camera on i was talking and then uh, like a shotgun like really close matter of fact we saw then saw the turkeys fly so we're on. like right through the little saddle that we were in yeah and i like in the video i'm like looking at john going you know i'm waving my arms <laughs> like there they are there they are they're yeah. <laughs> you know? and so we uh yeah we had that encounter that was pretty cool so we were we yeah, were in one, some that one patch of public too the real big spot it was real pretty there was a boat already there so there's people in there hunting remember yeah, and we had to move all the way around a big point. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So yeah, day one, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. Uh, obviously, didn't didn't pan out exactly the way we wanted, it, but but we had an incredible hunt nonetheless. Day two, well, it's day three. 
Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, there. yeah. That was so opening morning. That was so. opening morning, day two of our trip. That yeah. was our first day of hunting. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so our third day on the trip, our second day hunting, we went back to the same location, actually, mm-hmm. and then boom. Turkey gobbles. Turkey gobbles. Well, actually. Except we, this time. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll back to back up a second. We, we kind of already knew where the turkey were roosted, and we didn't see all of them fly, like, across the lake, so first thing we did and we all know better than this but we climbed that mountain we didn't stay on the boat so we went up still in the dark to try to get a good setup remember we yeah we didn't wait to hear the turkey gobble because we knew where they was at so once we (coughs) actually got up there then that's when we heard turkey gobble yeah no we heard him once on the boat did we yeah if if i'm not mistaken i thought we heard him on the boat once and then we were said no, we I, were on I the think ridge. We were on the yeah, ridge, we were and we heard ridge. it gobble, and we said, he said, they're, they're right here on the ridge with us again, same spot. Oh, okay. And okay, then we okay. went out through there, and John's like, no, they're across the lake. <laughs> and we're like, no, they're on the ridge with us. So we went See, up there and set up. Yeah, because it was still early, because yeah. John was the only one saying, oh, he's across the water. And then we're all like, no, like he's up here. So like yeah. we're actually trying to get set up. So then once we realized, yeah, he was actually on the other side of the water. <laughs> Should have listened to the veteran. Yeah, we had John a great, through we every had a great man. Listen. You're in mountainous terrain on water. That sounds just echoing. And it's funny when you weird. see those those clips of like uh, like a turkey gobbles and like people pointing different directions. It really is hard yeah. to determine exactly well, when you where think they of are. a lake. I mean, you're sitting in a big like abstract bowl yeah like yeah, a big echo I mean, chamber i mean brian had the smartest thing ever was he said earlier he said uh he said man when you hunting on a lake you gotta walk uphill everywhere I was like, and john, john said well there ain't no lakes to take you downhill <laughs> <laughs> or you can get off you, you can get off the boat and go downhill yeah, yeah. really i mean that's that sound echoes and it bounces off the mountains and i mean you could every person could think they heard the turkey in a different direction you really can't pinpoint it unless you're kind of in a direct line yeah yeah. so that day was that turkey hushed really quick yeah he didn't gobble much there was a hunt did we hear a hunter over there seems like we or was that a hen we heard a hen or a hunter one over there with him but he hushed quick so yeah and and you know you can't there's no way to get to him either well, you can't help but think when you look at it, like, there's no leaves on the trees at all. And, and once we got down there uh, where we thought he was at on that hillside. We'd have to went across the open water yeah, for Yeah, and, and he, could have, he could have spotted us from the other side like it was nothing. So Yeah, yeah that's a good point to make, about, I think, about lakes and hunting the land off of it is, is, yes, there's public land oftentimes around these lakes, but there's also private that backs up to that. And a lot of times – you don't have enough space to get up and around or to access a particular turkey and where he's at. You know, sometimes it works out like it did for us that first morning, but other times you're kind of in a, you're between a rock and a hard place because where where you actually need to be is, is behind the turkey or you need to circle around him or come to a side where you just, because it's private, you just can't get to. And so a lot of times your only access is straight towards him, which is less than ideal obviously yeah. so yeah see the only this lake there was only a few spots where you had like an actual ridge that was all yeah you were both and, sides and that's the and that is that's where we had the best luck the first morning it was one of those spots yeah yeah 
you just a lot of them places you just run out real stuck. Yeah. yeah, so that day was pretty tough. I think it, it – We didn't it, do very good that day. No, it was quiet all day. Yeah. yeah. I think we – yeah, we, we went back and spent time with family because mm-hmm. it, was, it was a little bit rough that day. Yep. So, yeah, moving on. The next morning we – We actually changed our we, – we talked about it the night before. We said, let's change your tactics because John had been saying this whole time. Let's go to the other end of the lake. There's more farmland. There's less public, but we may get on more turkeys. So, you know what I'm saying? So, we changed their tactics. I think we pulled the boat, too, that day. We did. Yeah, we, we pulled did. the boat, and we probably moved 20 oh. miles or more by yeah, vehicle. Yeah. And I think the biggest in that, <clears throat> going back to you know what you just said, Dan, and John Andrew was talking about it, was the just the diversity in the environment. Because you, you look at it, and for some reason, you know, these turkeys, they don't like just all timber, like just the hardwoods all the way throughout and when you can find that break up in some farmland and pasture and then timber and you've got water it seems like you find more turkeys in those areas so that was really what our game plan was is go down where we've seen more of that private um farmland up on top with a little bit of public very little very little very public. little it was you know in some places you might have 30 yards and, and really, we didn't even we didn't. I mean, we had some pins, but we didn't know exactly where we were going to go. So that morning, we literally was sitting in the middle of the lake, and yeah. it black dark. We got out early that morning. Yeah, we drove we drove the boat forty five mile an hour, and it pitch black dark. Yeah, we scared to death, and it worked. And it worked. <laughs> I mean, literally. first thing. Oh. I mean, he he was hot. Yeah. Oh. He there was, was hot. two. Yeah, two. Yeah, there was there two. It was two. even one of the. It was a cloudy morning too. It's it overcast. Was, it was overcast, and usually those are the mornings they don't are not so vocal. Yeah. But I mean, it was. Yeah. And that was. Yeah. But and we and we, we just so happened too to be in the right position in the boat too because we hit kind of hugged the bank and came up in a little cove and we're able to kind of shoot across the water in a spot where the turkeys were kind of hidden by the yeah, hillside they, could, they were they on. So, see us. so we ditched the boat, and tied that, it off. That was a hill. And Mr. we <laughs> climbed straight uphill and got, I mean, it was another, it was another perfect setup. It the was. only caveat to this setup was that when we got to the top of the hill, the public land, yards the public land ended post the line markers you could see right down a row and i i told the guys i was like them turkeys will come right through this saddle but we, there was nothing we could do we literally sat up on the line you can see it in the video and the turkeys yeah. we had to we had to yeah, pretty so much call them across private onto a little sliver of public yeah and you know even with that you know the fr- i changed my setup because i literally my gun barrel could almost touch the, post. The, the boundary <laughs> yeah. right the boundary sign and <laughs> and even at that like we were sitting <clears throat> on the hillside mm-hmm. it wasn't like the we went up and we topped the the top of the hill and we were on flat land like the public boundary was literally on the hillside so um mm-hmm. jeremy actually had mentioned something to me and i was super close so i actually backed off came back down and sat down in a different position um and it's just it's tight. Like yeah, it was one of those things where the turkeys had to they had to do perfect for us to be able to get a shot. Yeah, and, and they did. And they did. And, they did. <laughs> and the, so yeah, they're hammered again. John is so so in this case, uh, 
Brian and I were set up as shooters. I was below Brian, and I was going to give him first shot. And as a matter of fact, in the video, I say, hey, Brian, as soon as you see him, you shoot him, you know. Um, and so Dan and John is back behind us calling. And sure enough, they they come, they read the script. And, and I actually, and it's it's weird. And even in the video, I think you can see that Brian is above me. And, but for whatever reason, these turkeys come, and I could see this this the, the first gobbler. I, I had a I had a shot for probably three four seconds. He come through this, and as soon as I saw him, I was like, I, "Here we go." I was waiting for the boom, and then he went behind some stuff, and I was like, "Why didn't Brian shoot? He had to see him." <laughs> and then, but but you from your perspective, you you couldn't see him. No, I couldn't see him at all, and. Uh Really, just like we talking about, like, they had to come that way and do what they did, because if not, they would have still been on private. Yeah. And um, whenever they did cross that public boundary, whenever I did see them, they were on public. But I mean, it was—I don't know—it was at guess, that point they were actually start. They came to where they could see. Yeah. They didn't see a hen, and they were—I don't think they were spooked necessarily. I don't—they they didn't put, did they? No, they—they they 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 just spooked. turned around and were going away from us, yeah, right? They—they they, they came over and was looking for that hen. And they probably looked over that hill and saw all that that rock cliff that we climbed up, and from, there is no hen <laughs> yeah. on earth that would be down. So like, they, yeah, they literally—they—they they didn't get really spooked, but they is almost like they came over, wanted to see what they could see, didn't see a hen, and was just leaving they was just yeah. going back to where they was at and um so I, I pulled a shot on one and you can see in the video I, I peppered a dead log so I don't know you know thinking back on it now if uh, if it was too far I thought it was a lot closer than what it was but I think it was like 62 yards is what I stepped it off at and then missed yeah. That far? Yeah, 60, I, I stepped it off at 62 yards I didn't know it was that far I, me and Dan was back there and you could tell by the gobbles I was like I'm like we had her probably had her fingers in our ears because yeah. I mean I didn't realize he was that far blowing either. our eardrums out. But, but you know, we honestly, both thought so. In that case, when I saw that turkey, he may not even have been. Looking back on it in my memory, I was thinking like I I can kill this turkey right now. Yeah, but well, thinking back in my memory, I wish you would have. <laughs> See, I mean, and, and, and you know, thinking about it now, like. I don't know if they were on public when you seen them or not. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely was on public. Yeah, he was definitely on public. Because yeah. when was, I saw him, he was Jeremy on public. was below yeah. you. Yeah, looking straight out the steep hillside, right. and that turkey and that's where was they were at. right down like his gun barrel. Shot, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know what happened. You thought at that at that range with the again, buddy, you missed. Says, that's what happened. I did. <laughs> I did miss. He, Brian was the saddest man in Tennessee ever. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best clip of the whole video, honestly. Brian was riding me hard after missing. He's like, buddy, it's okay. It's okay. Riding me hard, son. And when he missed, son, he, rode so me hard. he sold up. It, well, it stinks, man. I mean, Gosh, you, it you, 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 work, you work hard. and you. Yeah. Oh, I mean, at the end of the day, we're trying to kill a turkey. Yeah, and, you know? and, and for me, it's almost like I think the disappointment was not because I missed the turkey myself, but it was because of all of us yeah, and, the work, and the work that yeah. we put in. You feel like you blew it for everybody. That's yeah, how I like felt. For myself, like I've been like, I would have shrugged it off, be like, well, I suck, and just went on <laughs> and went about my day. But then when you drag three other people up a, you know, 
up that mountain and then you miss a turkey, that's a bad feeling. I tell you, I was a nervous wreck. I was, when you get that close to public or onto private, I mean, you're you're not doing anything wrong. You're not breaking the law, but man, so, sometimes that's a little bit. It's a little bit. It's a little like nervous. Well, it makes the setup rough for sure. Yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah. I was like, as soon as he shot me, I was like, boys, let's go. <laughs> let's get out of here. Go on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. I looked up at John. I said, you'll see it in the video, maybe. <laughs> I looked up at John. I said, I said, did he get it? He said, miss. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit. I, I quit. <laughs> I pretty much I was joking, but it, I was tore up, too, because that was three days of hunting we caught in. Six, at least six, six gobblers and two misses, and I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hard because I I've never throughout my years of turkey hunting, and I'm sure Brian's been the same. I mean, and I'm not bragging when I say this, but I haven't, missed, I haven't, I haven't missed many turkeys. Hey, I don't, very, very I don't miss years. turkeys either. Well, only thing well, you, <laughs> no, you, the reason you, you don't, don't miss turkeys is you don't shoot. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, no doubt, really, you know, talking about that, and we talked about this earlier, but, you know, that's something that you have to realize whenever you're hunting it with multiple me. people is it, if someone chews a tur- sees the turkey, you shoot. Um, but, you know, you, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. In the moment, you really don't – you're not thinking about everything that, that you should. But, you know, depending on the situation and what's going on, like in that situation there, it yeah. was like – Hey, if you see the turkey, you shoot. Yeah, because I mean, in my in my mind, I was thinking, hey, here are these two boys. They bought tags last year, didn't get to fill them. Bought them again this year. They're up to bat first. Like they get the if, if a turkey comes in, they're going to get the first opportunity. Um, so sweet. And and <laughs> he's well, so sweet. I mean, but it's true. Golly, that's so he true. Loves you, Brian. Uh, but yeah, I just. Uh, and, but when I, but honestly, when I saw the turkey, it it never entered my mind to shoot. that Brian didn't see the turkey and right. and couldn't shoot him. I mean, was and the turkey sixty two yards when you seen it? But it, I mean, I didn't have a range finder. I think it's closer than that. He than was Jeremy. he I, he was probably thirty five to forty because yeah, he, he, oh, he was, if he was going, that close. Okay. He, he was kind Brian of probably shot at the second Tom and. Yeah. Could well, have, I yeah. I don't know which I was going to say, if it was that far and you didn't shoot, you probably made the right decision. I mean, you're shooting a three-inch no. shell, not TSS. I think we even walked it after the log that Jeremy said that one he saw was standing behind. I don't, I don't yeah. remember it being But, like, they, the way they were going was kind of <clears> at an angle away from us. If we were set up, they were kind of going at an angle. And when they didn't see that hen, like, they were actually – they took a turn and was going further away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like, so there, I, I guess there's a couple, like talking about shells and talking about ethics a little bit. Yeah. Like, how far, when, how how do you make that call of like what, how far is too far when you when you when you make a shot? Because obviously you, I don't think I know for a doubt that we none of us here, if we had have ranged a, a turkey at sixty plus yards, no. would have took that shot. No. And that's what I said, too. I was kind of amazed yeah. um, whenever I seen that because I would not, even though we pattern these guns and we do the testing and make sure that our, you know what I mean, that we're taking good shots. Yeah, you boys shot your guns well, practice. And just, I mean, just, just because we were shooting, having fun, <coughs> right. we shot those guns at 70 
five yards. Yeah, yards. I mean, I put, what was it, 28 shots in a turkey head at 70 yards with TSS? Well, yeah. I mean, you think about it, and, you know, I did the pattern test and, and had 527 shot in a 10-inch circle or 20-inch circle at 40 yards. Yeah. Right? So, but still, that doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to take a shot at 60, 70 yards. That's not, that's not what I'm doing it for. Right. Um, you know. It's just the heat of the moment. Man, it's really right. hard to judge that sometimes. Yeah, and I like how far those turkeys not, are. That actually ha- that happened to you twice last year, didn't it? Yeah. So yes, a similar. Well, you actually didn't you actually on that the story you're you're getting into right now? Didn't you actually range? Yeah, like I ranged. So so just to kind of talk about it, like I I was hunt, I was hunting with Dan. Uh, we called this turkey off a complete bluff, literally <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> it flew off of a cliff. Yeah, off of a <laughs> cliff. Uh, we sat there and watched him strut and and spit and drum on a cliff. He flies down. Uh, we're on our belly. Well, Dan's actually on his back, and uh, I'm on my awful. belly. And uh, so I, I, I kneeled up just enough to where I could get a range on the spot. And when I ranged it, it was, what I say, is like 45 yards. Like I was thinking, like, what I ranged was 45 yards. And when I seen, I took the shot, um, and it wouldn't. Like it was, and I guess there was some you, grass. You got some you, grass you in front of it. Sagegrass well, was on I, that street I had, job. I was in a big thick. I was in some sage grass and and Autumn, all kinds of it. stuff right in front of us. But whatever I ranged was not where he was at, and it ended up being seventy five yards. Yeah, and I would have never took a shot at seventy five yards. Yeah, it's difficult in a moment, man. You you work so hard, turkeys finally come in. You get eyes on him. It's it's for it's like that that buck I was shooting at. Not to switch gears completely, but that one year at John's, this is a video, and my bow blows up because my my bow hit my camera, uh, my camera lens as I was shooting at the buck. So, the, but the buck come in, I, I drew back, and I was getting ready to squeeze off, and I I caught myself. I realized I'm not even looking through the peeps out right now. <laughs> 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 You'd probably killed it, <laughs> but uh, but I, luckily I caught myself and, and you know got myself together for for it, everything to still go to crap. But <laughs> double lung at camera screen. That book's still out there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but rest in peace, camera screen. Yeah, I mean I know that's not a good thing, but man, it it is hard for me to really get myself together <clears throat> and compose myself. Yeah, and I know that's that I'm not. I know that's not a good thing. You, you know, a person needs to be able to, like, you know, almost have a series of steps you walk yourself through in the moment. But man, when it's when it's on the line and things are starting to come together, I oh. start freaking out. Yeah, man, it's hard. <laughs> How you do it, John? How you keep yourself together? He's about sixty-five years old. He's been doing I'm it old. A while. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's been doing it a while. John's very wise. I'm kidding. John's younger. He's young folks. Nah, that's I kind of got a little mantra I go through. I call it getting in kill mode. When I realize I'm about to get a shot, I kind of reel it in a little bit. But, yeah, when I was young, I did. I mean, it's rough. Yeah, that's it's something you got to work through. That's why you need a lot of reps, a lot of at-bats and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so um, <clears throat> talking about after the turkey, after I missed the turkey, kind of talking through that, we went back down, went to the boat, um, really was going to go try to find some other places. And uh, that's when we dropped the trolling motor, and our trolling motor went dead. Yeah. It didn't go dead. It blew a fuse. Well, we thought it went dead. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we was running on high power for probably 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> blew a fuse. So that, that, got, that made things pretty interesting because, you know, without a trolling motor, it's kind of hard to 
maneuver around with the just a regular boat motor. Yeah. Yeah. We just had one more day after that. Yeah. Right. So that was day. That was day four of the trip, three hunting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then our our last morning. Um. I tell you what, the last morning we we went to a different spot, right? But I tell you, we'll, no, 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 we'll no, come no, back no, no. up so, a little bit. So. Uh, when we heard the turkey that me and you went after, was that the same day? That was the same day. That, yeah, that, that it was late afternoon. Yeah, that was the same day. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, so we so later that day we hear another turkey in a different spot, and again it was one of them situations where we were, um, he was on a ridge across from us. Like we we had got off the boat, we were up, you know, we were on one side of the ridge, and it was like a horseshoe, basically, to, and and the the gobbler was on the the opposite side of us but it was private back behind him and we needed to circle around and get behind him, but we couldn't because it was private. So we had to essentially drop off the bank and shoot straight up the other side, which was, it was just not an ideal approach to him. I think that's the only move that you had. It was the only move without trespassing. I think he, I think he saw something. Well, I mean, you got to think it's middle of the day. All the leaves are real crunchy Uh, and we're We're making a ton of racket, just trying to get over there in time. Because at that point, whenever the last time we'd heard him, he kind of moved off from where we had first heard him at. So we're thinking, well, we might we might have a shot. Like, we might be able to tumble off this hill, get up the other side, and, and set up where he was gobbling at, and him come right in. Yeah. But chances are he probably heard us and looked over and yeah. seen two fools <coughs> barreling down, <laughs> yeah. tripping over everything. Yeah. So- but that's what you do when you if you have to go after every opportunity you get or you yeah and yeah. i think that evening actually so that that evening is when uh we started we just started calling people yeah right <laughs> we, we started me me and jeremy did we go look at a place yeah so like we we basically started looking up all these landowners um on onyx and then trying every way that we could to try to get phone numbers and facebook messaging and and actually, um, got permission. And, and it paid off yeah. because we we got permission to hunt, uh, not not the property that we really wanted to hunt, but it was private property. So we're like, hey, let's go look at it. And and honestly, like it was like <coughs> probably was forty five minute to an hour drive, wasn't it, from the cabin? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we we rushed down there because it was already getting late. So we rushed down there. It's starting to get dark, we, and we tried to roost some. We we tried to roost some turkeys, but that was a it was pretty, uh, pretty sketchy little area. If yeah, I like it was, um, I don't know what it was. It was almost like a dead zone. Like you didn't hear nothing except for the neighbor's dog. And there was yeah. like trash everywhere. People yeah. It. It, was like a, it was like a, it, it reminded me of like a party spot. Right. I like guess where all the high schoolers went on the weekends to get wild. Right. Right. I think it's where they dumped bodies too. Yeah. <laughs> It was, a, it was kind of eerie. It was, eerie. It, it, it was it an eerie, eerie place. place. And it, it wasn't really very was. private. It was vehicle tracks all over the place yeah yeah and it i mean who knows that, might, that place might have been full of turkey but no it didn't look like it it did not appear that way so um you know we took a shot at it because we're like well we might so when we get there and there wasn't nothing so we yeah. go we come back and trying to find another game plan that was the evening before our yeah. last day hunt. and then our last day basically didn't pan out we uh the weather turned bad, the weather turned bad. we had a little window that morning went out and uh you know had had another spot on the map we wanted to check out and uh i don't it seems like maybe we we saw a turkey soar 
that morning and soared across the lake. Did, like, there it is, there it is. We actually, didn't we hear one that morning? Probably. I feel like we did hear a gobble at some point, but we just couldn't get – it was too far away and couldn't get to pan out or any, anything. But I don't know, man. Needless to say, this – I mean, we had a lot of – to be – we hunted four days, really – three days fully the last morning we didn't you know with the weather and everything else we didn't have a a full day of hunting but we had quite a few opportunities man and you know if we had just uh pulled it together and and, you know could have got some hits we'd have had a couple dead turkeys (laughs) yeah i mean i mean think about this we look back now we're like man you know it's a pretty good trip but uh but, like, if we would have actually put two turkeys on the ground. It had been the greatest trip of all been, time. We'd been ready to go back this year. Oh, well, we – honestly, we had every opportunity to double up the first morning. Yeah. Like, I, I still – I'm still convinced that w- whenever you shot, like, even if the turkeys did come up any further, they was going to be in your face. I couldn't have shot because I'd been pointing right at you. So, literally, I was out of the ball game at that point. So, our setup wouldn't – the way the turkeys came in, the setup wouldn't right for both of us to shoot. And then the the, uh, the next time that we had an opportunity, there was two toms come mm-hmm. in. There was another opportunity for us to double up. So we had, honestly, every opportunity in the world to, to kill three turkeys. Yeah. We were so close. So far away. Yeah. A little shout out to Kevin Rice, man. Close on the counts and horseshoes and hand grenades. That's true. That is true. This has been a... <clears throat> This has been our version of catch and release turkey hunting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those are the two titles we're trying to decide on. Uh, horseshoes and hand grenades or right, catch and release. I mean, gee, that's a good trip. I'd do it again. I didn't even have a tag, and I'd do it again. I would go back to Tennessee this year, but I'm not. <clears throat> what they've done is, is they've actually moved their season up to where it matches Kentucky's now. Yeah. yeah, which is smart on their part. I mean, oh, the, yeah. tur- the turkey population in Tennessee, people is is just like it it's is rough. here. It's a struggle, man. So yeah, and, 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 and they they give out three tags in Tennessee. They yeah, mo- they, they moved they it cut, this year. They, they reduced that, it, but they reduced it to two, yeah. I think. But but you know, you think about that. Like Tennessee was always that was the whole reason that we hunted it was because it was not very far of a drive. Yeah, I mean, it's, we live in up. southeast Kentucky, and so we're close to – I mean, an hour we're in, in Tennessee. Yeah, so. and, and, and their season opened up um, a week or two before ours. So you had two weekends two, of Tennessee yeah, before you had our, two weekends yeah. to hunt. So there you already get an early jump on it. Um, but now I think you're seeing a lot more of states that are pushing back their season dates, especially the ones that were real early. They were opening up in March. They're, they're starting to push them back into April. Georgia did the same thing. The first year me and Jeremy went to Georgia with only year. Season opened weeks. up. His season opened up like like in March. It, and it that's was when we, in March, but so, it was three weeks before our season. Yeah, so that's up. why we chose it. We went there, and then we was going to hop into Tennessee the next weekend when it come open. And then now Georgia's bumped their season up to the 1st of April. Yeah, and I think just like John said, the you, you see um, – Oh, there's definitely a decline because of the decline of the turkey population. Yeah. Well, and there's also like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love them. I love the THP guys and love all the YouTube videos and we make our YouTube movies and we travel and we hunt and but but in the past, regardless of, of what it what it is or what kind of movement it is, there's a whole lot of hunters that I think are tra- traveling to hunt who nece- didn't necessarily travel a ton before maybe. Um, 
maybe I'm wrong in that. I don't know, but it just seems like as in the past, like when I was a young teenager, I never heard of anybody really traveling to turkey hunt or to elk hunt or deer hunt or anything like that. In other words, I mean, there's a few, but now nowadays it seems like a whole lot of people are, you know, because I think when, when you do watch those videos and you see those other guys, like even, you know, going back to like the born and raised guys, you know, talking about public land elk hunting, they instilled in us this reality of like, hey, yeah, you can come do this. And it was encouraging and inspiring. And because right. of that, like, we, we've actually got to go do it. So it's a wonderful thing. But at the same time, it has, I think, increased probably some more pressure from out-of-state people and non-residents. I don't know. Yeah. And- oh, no doubt. It's getting loved to death. But just like where I'm at my hunting career, man, you, you go through these stages in your hunting career. When you first start, when you first begin hunting, you just want to – get some animals under your belt so you go through this stage where you just take the first opportunities you get for a while then you graduate from that then you get where you try to kill a little bit more mature animal for whatever reason you know and you just work through that and then you get to this next stage where you're kind of wanting to help maybe new hunters get into hunting and you're kind of mentoring people and then you get to the final stage where i'm at is just where you've kind of seen everything and done everything and you're just i just chase those experiences the views yeah. the trips yeah the, you know what i'm saying so yeah i think there is there's a ton of people working through all that stuff and i think there's that's a lot of people out there is you know it's you know it's just to the point of enjoying it more than more than just the kill <clears throat> but but you know going back to that i think um a lot of people are doing more of what we're doing now because of your popular YouTube channels. Um, and I'll probably be confident to say that, that they've accelerated that um, to some degree. But, you know, it, it, it is a good thing and, and a bad thing because, you know, all of those funds, all the um, tags and license sold, that goes to conservation, right? Yeah, so it that's does. It's all funded. Yeah. So, like, you got states that are promoting non-residents to come in um and buy those tags and stuff so that way they can fund research and and things of that that nature yeah but at the same time um it does put more pressure on animals and it does put more pressure on uh on public ground so you do see more hunters yeah yeah in the case of the turkeys man i think that golly i've been at it a long time turkey population in the last Five to ten years is nothing like it used to be. Yeah, it was, it I was almost, nothing back in back in the day when I was a kid to go hunting with my dad and, and I'd come <coughs> back and did you hear any? Well, yeah, we heard probably ten or twelve turkeys, you know. And now like you go out you, you come back and you you've heard two, you've had a good morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and you know, I've been listening to quite a few of those turkey science podcasts and, and just the, the one the all the research that's being done right now and I think that, you know, Ultimately, I don't. I wouldn't. Of course, as a non-resident going to these other states to hunt, I wouldn't want them to to eliminate that. But maybe reducing tag numbers and reducing the number of animals that you can take, I think, yeah. is is good. And, and maybe changes it a little bit in the season. But you know, that's one thing that as a turkey hunter, you really don't want to see for changes in the season, moving them back later because that's not when all of your action is. Yeah, it's effective though. Yeah, but I I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. Just 
Yeah. Oh, I would too. I, I'm more yeah. about if it helps the turkey population, if it helps for the sure. Turkeys, then I'll yeah. Just suffer along with it. Kentucky. I, I mean, I think Kentucky's season comes. I think it's pretty good. I mean, they've they've done a lot of goblin breeding and everything before oh, yeah. it gets to mid-April. Oh, I yeah. mean, but like East State's coming in the first of April and stuff. Like that's two weeks. Even of like, March. That's two weeks of like prime, like <coughs> like you breeding. Know, right breeding. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like. And like, and I was listening to a podcast the other day. Like I said, it's like a science thing. Like you go in and you're a hunter and you kill out the dominant turkey. They said it takes like days or up to a week for the next group of birds to figure out who the dominant turkey is. Yeah. And then, and then, so that could be a week without that group of hens getting bred by any turkey because these younger gobblers right. are trying to figure out who the dominant turkey is. That's right. So yeah. once you kill the dominant turkey, it's like it's like no, the next one just don't step up and start doing its thing. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit more of a process than you probably realize it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like I, w- I would be for pushing like this. Like I think Tennessee did the right thing. I mean, it's – Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, it's a little hard on us because we enjoy going down there before our season comes in. And obviously we're not going to miss our season to go to Tennessee because well, you're not very good at hunting down there. But, <laughs> but Well, there's one thing we can say for sure. Yeah. Is that this group right here at this table, we've not been too hard on – numbers of anything no <laughs> we do pretty good in our home state yeah, we, we do pretty good in our home state i'll say that oh yeah i mean um, outside of that though it's never which i'm blessed with property but it's never been a problem to tag out uh, <clears throat> you know for me in the past but i'm blessed with a nice property you know well i'm blessed to know you boys now in my life so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah right. up until i met uh met you guys uh, <laughs> I had killed two Jakes in my life. <laughs> I'm hearing you. <laughs> but now, now I got a few long beards under my belt. You do, buddy. If you just shoot, you have a couple more. Yeah, yeah that's thanks. right, Brian. <laughs> that is right, Brian. Well, guys, do we have any other any other thoughts? I say we put a plug in it. We better hush. We better shut her down, hadn't we? Yeah. We got some more episodes coming up. Uh, we're going. We got some plans for this turkey season. We'll talk about them. Big plans. Uh, Probably the biggest plans yet. We're going to talk about uh, some elk hunting in Wyoming. Uh, me and John's uh, recap of that story. Actually, going to go meet with uh, Justin. Talk about his trip out to Montana. Um, so yeah, I actually I I, I want to do a uh, maybe your your all's wives may be on board too. I'd like to do an episode with the wives of what <laughs> it's like to be the wife of a Ooh, of a, a a hunter and kind of all Ooh. dealing with all of our plans and I was talking to my wife the other day about <clears throat> something we're trying to make a make a plan and she was like, Have you seen your schedule this spring and summer? I was like, Yeah. It's <laughs> come April it gets pretty busy. You're yeah. busy every weekend doing something. But so yeah, there's so yeah, a lot, a lot of good episodes. We, I'd like to keep, uh, keep these podcasts relatively consistent, and so we got some things coming down the pipe. Be sure to check out the video when it comes out on the YouTube channel. We may try to have a few more hunts from last year up too before season comes in. Yeah, you and Brian got a dandy hunt. That's two years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, two years ago. We need to do some narration of that. Yeah. So yeah, got some, got some good stuff coming. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, it was a great time in Tennessee hunting with you fellas, making memories. Like, you know, we get we get to ride each other a little bit. We get to give each other a hard time and, and and laugh over a bunch of good stuff. And it was yeah. a 
I appreciate you boys. I love y'all. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you on the next go-round. Later. Well.